is there going back after awakening? This is just such a great question. Why I think this is an important question to discuss has to do with doubt. Before awakening, before an initial shift in identity, doubt is so pervasive. It's so baked into the sense of you and life and the world and your partnerships, and your friendships, and your emotions, that we don't even realize it. We don't realize that 90% of what we're experiencing is doubt in one form or another. So it can be very tricky at first. That's why we use these pointers to point you past the mind, techniques perhaps, inquiries perhaps, moo perhaps, because they cut through that blanket of doubt, which is really thought. But again, it's so pervasive initially that it can be hard to see it as such. So initially, before we have a significant alteration in what we take ourselves to be, doubt is just a sort of constant companion. And we may feel comfortable with it in one sense. We may use it to stabilize us. We may even count on it or think we count on it, think we depend upon it. So just understand, this is kind of like going off the map, truly going off the map. So because of this, because of this pervasiveness of doubt, Often will people will ask this question in one form or another before awakening. It's, it's like, well, but if I have an awakening, can it go away? Right? Almost like you're afraid of that possibility. At the same time, you almost want the answer to be yes. You want to be able to discount this possibility for yourself, this possibility of awakening, because you feel where it's going to take you. It's like the logical fallacy of poisoning the well in one sense, or maybe red herring, something like that. The idea that, well, if I can disprove that this is real, authentic, irreversible, whatever, right now, it takes me off the hook. I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to face what I don't want to face. I don't have to really let go. So this is a sort of psychological mechanism, part of the doubt network that I was talking about, where this question even comes from sometimes for some people. In those cases, it's kind of interesting because I know the awakeness. I see it in front of my face. I know you are that already. So your doubt doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't do anything to this message or transmission at all. Although I can empathize with it. I can see the distress it can cause, the frustration, the hurt. I understand all of that and I feel it. At the same time, you're not gonna convince me that you can't wake up. And sometimes I, I feel people want me to go into complicity with that. They tell me a very long story about all the struggles they've had with awakening and spirituality and that it's just not working for them. Again, I empathize. At the same time, I can see how they're actually using that story to stabilize themselves. And this can really trigger people if you point it out to them. And I don't always point it out this directly, but I do sometimes. Because it's like, hey, are you asking me sincerely? Because I'll be sincere with you. I'll tell you the truth. 
I'll show you what you're using to stabilize yourself. And sometimes these kinds of questions are the smoking gun. Now, I can answer this question in a, in a bit of a practical way as well. And that is, after a shift has occurred, a shift in identity, there is no going back. There's no going back because there's no back to go to. You didn't go from somewhere to somewhere else. The illusion of moving through time, the illusion of being a discreet, abiding in time and space, being, person, identity, has sort of taken a big hit and it's seen to be false. You can't unsee that. You can get caught in thoughts. You can get entangled in emotions and resistance to emotions. You can get confused. You can get disoriented. You can disassociate. All these things can still happen after an initial awakening, but the insight is still there. And this is really interesting and it's really fun because this is confirmed to me over and over and over, even when someone has had a shift and they start to kind of doubt it a little bit. Wait a minute. You know, I don't know, did it happen? And and then they, they almost immediately snap out of it and go, oh, I see that, those are thoughts though. I can see how those are my thoughts. And yet I still wonder, right? You can see they're kind of getting a little entangled in thoughts and yet there's a, there's a clarity underneath it. But more importantly, often I will ask them about this right now, this presence in a very direct way. And immediately it's clear to me that they know exactly what I'm pointing to and talking about. And that is not something that's clear to people before awakening, usually. Some people have some clarity on it, but it's not like the most clear thing there is, not the most obvious thing there is. So I can sort of redirect people back to this and they it clicks with them immediately. So after awakening, there's a big difference. But from the <laughs> subjective experience of you, the one who has the story of having had an awakening and can recall it, that's not what the awakening is, and you know it. But again, those thoughts can be sticky for a while. It can seem like that storyline is real and it could have a different interpretation, like that didn't really happen. But all of that, all of that is conceptual, thought-based, ultimately nonsense. What's underneath it is what matters. In fact, what's underneath what's more primary than any thought, interpretation, or belief is all that ever matters, whether we're talking about someone who's never heard of this subject, has had no shift in identity, or someone who has, or someone who's had deeper insights where the identity structures have taken a bigger hit or even dissolved completely. No matter where you are on that spectrum, or the apparent you, the answer is always right here, and it's always the same, and it's never a thought, and it's always immediate, innocent, simple, direct, timeless. That's where I'm always going to orient someone back to, no matter what, one way or another. That doesn't come and go. It can't be lost. Now. The reason it can't be lost is because it's never been found. It's never been lost. It's not obscured. 
It's not somewhere else. That's the answer. So, can someone lose this? The sense of being someone can obscure it, maybe. Even that I'm not so sure of, because it's not that hard to uncover. Slow the mind down enough and it's just obvious. Burns up delusion like ice thrown into a fire. And at some point, questions like, can you go back after awakening? Just lose meaning. Because what does back mean? There's no back or forward here at all. And who's the you that can go back to some other previous version of you? Like a Windows operating system or something. It's just not, it's not there. So it gets clearer and clearer. In fact, the physical